Welcome to Ted in Your Head, the podcast created exclusively to help you transform your thinking to show up powerfully and authentically in your life and in your business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high performance coach. On this show, we talk about how to tap into the power of your mind, release bad habits, eliminate fear and the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. We dive deep into cultivating the success mindset that you need for a life of abundance, health, and happiness. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I am Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach, and I love my job. And what my job is, is helping people to make the changes that they want. So when people come to me, there's a change they want to make, but they're having trouble making it. And the reason is because there's a part of their mind that wants to change and a part of their mind that doesn't want to change. And it's because of the programming. And that programming is contained in what we call the subconscious mind, which is a much larger, larger part of the mind than the conscious mind. So as a hypnotherapist, I go in there and I work with the subconscious mind to help that subconscious mind support and move in the direction of the conscious mind so that we have 100% of our mind moving towards our goals. That's what hypnotherapy accomplishes. So if you feel that there's a part of you that really wants to make a change and there's a part of you that kind of doesn't, but you really want to make that change, I can help you. You have the ability to change, and I'll tell you how to get in touch with me after our show today. But for now, let's get into today's podcast. Sometimes you just need to let go. Now, I'm not sure if I ever mentioned this to you, but at one point in my life, I wanted to be a cowboy. (laughs) I wasn't six or seven years old. I was actually in my 20s. This is kind of embarrassing, actually, but yeah. I had dreams of working on a ranch and being out in the wide open spaces and, you know, riding a horse and all that cool cowboy stuff. I actually read an article in Arizona Highways. Maybe you're familiar with that magazine. It's a beautiful magazine it comes out of Arizona, beautiful photos. Anyway, there was this article about this guy who had graduated from the University of Arizona, where I was going at the time. And he majored in animal sciences and he got a job on a ranch. And of course, the article made it sound very, you know, very attractive. So anyway, I actually did get a job working on a ranch, but that's a whole nother story. Maybe I'll tell you about that sometime. Anyway, during my cowboy phase, while I was living in Arizona, I decided to try my hand at the rodeo. So I made up my mind to try bareback bronc riding. This is where a rider gets on a horse, otherwise known as a bronc, whose only desire is to buck the bronc rider off. So you hang on to the horse with only one hand, and and, and there's something called a rigging, which is essentially a handle, like on a suitcase, attached to a leather strap wrapped around the horse. So to hang on, the rider wears a glove that fits tightly into the rigging handle, And you put resin, which is sticky powder, on the glove to make sure your hand is really stuck in that handle. And the idea is to hang on with your hand and hold on for eight seconds without your other hand 
touching the horse. Once the other hand touches the horse, you're disqualified. So at the time, I was living in an ag fraternity. What is an ag fraternity? Well, it's an agricultural fraternity for people majoring in agricultural-related sciences. I was an animal science major, and I had some buddies that were in the rodeo. And one of these guys had a wooden sawhorse that had a rigging attached to it, like the kind that would be on a bronc horse. So I practiced for a while on this wooden sawhorse with two guys at either end, bouncing it up and down while I tried to stay on. The whole thing sounds pretty silly, but while I'm saying it, it sounds pretty silly. But back then, I really thought this would help me be good on a real horse. So thinking I was ready, I went to the practice arena one night, paid my 10 bucks for my chance to ride a wild bronc. And I have to tell you, my legs felt like jelly as I lowered myself onto the horse, which is held in a bucking chute, which is a wooden enclosure with a gate leading out to the riding arena. So I jammed my gloved hand into the rigging. Out in the arena, the pickup man waited on his horse. Now, what is a pickup man? The pickup man's job is to rescue the rider from the bronc after his eight seconds or if he gets disqualified rather than, you know, having to climb off or get bucked off, right? So I nodded my head to signal that I was ready. The chute opened and 1,100 pounds of horse rocketed into the arena with 130 pounds of me attached to it. About three seconds too late, I realized that I really had no business being on that horse. I was getting tossed like a rag doll in a clothes dryer. The pickup man, seeing that I was a lost cause, rode up next to me on the right, and I started to climb onto his horse from my horse. I got halfway there with one leg on his horse when he yelled, take your hand out of the rigging. In all the excitement, I had forgotten to take my left hand out of the handle of the rigging. My hand was stuck tight with resin on the other horse, stuck in there all nice and cozy the way it was supposed to be, except now it wasn't supposed to be. So all I could do was climb back onto the bronc, and after a few more bone-rattling bucks, I got my hand free, and the horse gleefully sent me flying off and into the ground. After I got all the dirt out of my mouth, and with some sense pounded into me, I decided to do horses a favor and end my rodeo career right then and there. Sometimes you just need to let go. But sometimes, caught up in the excitement or routine of life, it's easy to forget that we're still holding on to things when we should have let them go a long time ago. Like me on that bronc, we can end up being dragged along by our emotional and physical involvement, shaken to and fro by our choices, or being owned by our physical and psychological stuff. As hard as it might be, there are times when the best thing to do is let go and get off. This is how you make yourself available for a new ride, to continue my bronc riding metaphor. This is how you allow new or maybe even better stuff to come in. What are some things that we might want to let go of? What's something that needs to be released from your life now? Maybe stuff, material things you don't use or need, probably the case with most people. Maybe a job that's no longer serving you and you're just kind of scared to let go. A relationship that's reached its end, one of the mo most difficult things to let go of. 
maybe an unrealistic desire that's distracting you or getting in the way of what you really need to be doing. You know, something like trying to ride horses that don't want to be ridden. Things like guilt or regret. What about a tradition that's outdated or a belief or a bad habit like smoking? However, the things that people come to me usually to let go of are usually things like anger, resentment, judgment, or guilt. Now, let me be clear. We're all entitled to these feelings. They're normal human emotions. And you may feel like you really need to have these feelings until it becomes maybe kind of obvious to you that you don't need them. See, the question is, how long do we want to hold on to them before they become like a ball and chain weighing us down and keeping us from moving forward? When I got attached to that horse in the rodeo arena, he owned me. I was at the mercy of his anger at having someone on his back that he didn't want. And he made sure that I was going to let go of him. So do we really want to be owned by our anger, our resentment, our guilt? Do we really want to ride our bitterness and resignation until we find ourselves in the dirt? Maybe that's already happened to you. That sounds pretty scary to me. I can't tell you when to let it go. How to let it go? Well, that might be a topic for another podcast. I can tell you that therapy is helpful for most people. But the first step is to be clear that what you're holding on to is no longer serving you and might just be costing you more than you think. This might look like you examining your resentment against somebody that did you wrong, or your anger. It might be you carrying around the heavy burden of guilt when everybody's around you is telling you, yeah, you shouldn't feel guilty about that, but somehow you need to punish yourself. Self-punishment, self-sabotage. These are things that can become really obvious to us that they're holding us back or that they're exacting a cost from us that we no longer want to pay. It takes a while to kind of wrap our heads around some of this stuff sometimes. It's not easy. Sometimes carrying these emotions You know, like carrying stuff, physical stuff. Sometimes it becomes comfortable and known and so familiar that the idea of letting it go might seem strange or totally unfamiliar. That day, back in 1984, when I let go of that horse, I let go of the desire to be in the rodeo. I like my bones too much. There were a number of new interests and desires that came after that, as well as a lot of bruises and pain. I just kept letting go when it became apparent to me that they weren't what I needed anymore. It's never easy, but so far, it's been a hell of a ride. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed my podcast. After today's episode, you might be wondering or asking how hypnotherapy and success performance coaching can help you let go of stuff that you have a feeling you need to let go of? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'd like to be the person you turn to 
and so many others have throughout my 20 years of private practice. Let's book a complimentary consultation today and explore if working together can be your best path forward. To request your complimentary consultation, go to tedmoreno.com contact. Send me a little email, and I'll get back to you within 48 hours to schedule that. In closing, let me leave you with a quote by a guy named Jack Cornfield, who's a meditation teacher, very well known. He said, To let go does not mean to get rid of. To let go means to let be. When we let be with compassion, things come and go on their own. Isn't that a beautiful quote? Thank you again so much for tuning in today, and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Take good care of yourself. Bye-bye now. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. If bad habits, fears, and limiting beliefs are keeping you from the success you want, then it might be time to change your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. And we will see you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast podcast.